Folks, we gather here today to once again bury the Cincinnati Bearcats at Centos Center. I had the, uh, this is what we were supposed to play on the way out, Houdini, and welcome to everyone that's joining on the show. We do this win or lose. Some days are tougher than others. I've went through about seven cans of Zins today. I just knew this was going to happen waking up today. Welcome, everyone. This was the song that was supposed to play, Houdini. We were going to come out, and I was going to have a picture of Sean Miller, and we were going to go, nah, 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 hey, you suck, and we suck once again. Let me go back to the bagpipes. Let me switch it up. Just a devastating scene. Screw it. Screw the bagpipes. Welcome to Chatterbox Bearcats. Who, Danny? How we feeling? Opening thoughts. We're not good, Chuck. We're, we're not good. Um, if, if there was any year to win it to Cintas, I was fucking eight years old. Excuse my language. Eight years old the last time they won. I thought maybe it's He was fucking eight years won. old the last time they won. I was Excuse eight my old. language. I had a full head of hair, Chuck. I had hair down to my ass back when they won the last game. And look at me now. I'm just a sad, bald man sitting in his kitchen doing a podcast about how Sean Miller owns us. The Musketeers own us. We shot 10% from three. Like, everything that was my worst nightmare happened tonight. Like, what? What? I don't know. Dan Skillings, where the hell were you? Simus, what the hell was that? Yeah, you don't even deserve Simus. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Simus, we, Simus, we have to, what, I'm gonna he didn't play well. He didn't have to. He didn't play well. But we have to say out of the gate. My I mean, God. he got hit by a Dodge Charger like a week and a half You're ago. Right. So we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Thoughts but yeah, CJ, the lob didn't look good. The shots didn't look good. A Jizzle James superstar. Wes Miller's building something there with your point guard of the future. But everyone else, I mean. We, we thought this was different. We thought the Cats were back. It's the same old thing. I mean, Xavier stinks. That's the thing. Like, we watched this game tonight. Xavier is not a good basketball team. I still think Cincinnati could be better, but I'm waving the white flag. I mean, congrats. We're a little brother. I get it. At this point, there's nothing left to argue. There's nothing left to argue. Five this straight. was the year. This was the year. Five straight. It's like 20 out of 23. I'm a realist. I pride myself on being a realist, everyone. Congratulations, Xavier. I mean, this team was rattled. Once again, Cincinnati came in as a 36% three-point shooting team. They looked like the worst shooting team in the country. I told you this was going to happen. I told you this was going to happen. Good God. I mean, the, I'm not going to blame it on the refs. The refs did not help our cause any in any way whatsoever. But at, at the end of the day, I mean, th their bigs were torturing us inside. And that's where... That was supposed to be our bread and butter against this team. They, they're, they're big stink. We were getting twisted upside down in the paint. And uh, Oliveri, Olivari, whatever the hell you want to call him, who I was worried about in our last show, he's a stud. Um, and, and Xavier, look, look, they're not great, but they played Houston very well. They played Purdue very well. I, and they played us very well, too. I mean – it wasn't even one of those games where you come out of it and you go, I mean, we we should have won the game. We played a better overall, oh. you know, head to toe. No, we we uh. we lost. I mean, we we lost in pretty much every aspect of the game. You know, missing every three usually isn't a recipe for winning basketball. So that doesn't really help you. I mean, we we got zeros from some of our apparent best players, just straight up zeros. Like CJ Frederick was atrocious. Um, 
Dan Skillings was god awful. And Seamus was terrible too. So at the end, it's like, who do we even put in in this spot? And we obviously been talking about how deep the team is. That that was not existent today. I mean, we had like four guys that played well. Newman was awesome. Lockin was awesome. Aziz had good. Uh, I mean, Aziz, you're you're seven foot twelve. We need more than three points out of you, Aziz. Yeah, he had some good defensive plays, good blocks, but I usually take notes, Chuck. I usually take notes during these games to make sure I can have any competent words after it. I threw it out the window. The cats came in rattled. It's as simple as that. They're the better team. I truly believe that. I think we'll see it by the end of the year. Maybe not. Who cares? But I use this excuse every year. I think we're the better team a lot of times. When you come out and you shoot 20% from deep, Xavier shoots at 50% from deep, what do you expect? And Aziz, great defensively, was snagging rebounds left and right. Again, didn't get as much playing time as I would have liked because of the foul trouble. But offensively, he doesn't bring a ton to the table. Lockin woke up in the second half. He ended up having 17 or 19 points after just the three points in the first half. But they couldn't put it all together at once. Jizzle had his moments of being a star. Lockin had his moments of being the guy. Skillings, as you mentioned, a no-show. I think John Newman is the most consistent player on this team right now. I love John Newman, but good God. I'm tired of doing this every year. Xavier fans wake up especially this year, they had nothing to lose. They're like, well, we lose. We're four and six. Who cares? We'll laugh it off. We had everything to lose. Seven and oh, we're talking about how the cats are back. They should be in the top 25. I'm calling out Joe Lenardi saying, get back to your bunker, you idiot. The cats should be in the tournament. I saw nothing tonight that makes me think the cats are going to be back to the tournament. They looked like a, a, a group of scared little boys once again, minus Jizzle James, who I think was one of the better players on the floor. He's a superstar. But uh, it's same old story. Every single year, we're not well. We're rattled time and time again. Congratulations, Xavier. I'm just going to wave the white flag. I mean, at a certain point in life, this is what this has become. I mean, it's as simple as that, Houdini. I'd love to say otherwise. We got a football program. That's sick. We lost every freaking game of the Big yeah. 12 minus yeah. Houston. Yeah, three, so, I mean, who cares? Three nine, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we sucked ass. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's just – sorry about this rant. I mean, I'm going to open up the floor for you. Um, Listen, you're emotional, right? This is a uh, – you know, I laugh, I cry. It's a yearly scream, occurrence. It's a yearly it was, occurrence. It's a yearly occurrence. We know it's coming. It was, we know what sucks is they, they, they kept that us sucks. hanging on to hope for so long. Like, they, they brought it back. They, they took the lead in the second half. Then went down 11, then brought it back to, what, four, and then Aziz had that travel on that uh, transition play. And listen, it, it sucks. I'm not going to downplay this game, but let, let's not, you know, throw the season out at this point. But if you if you look at – we can write the ship. If we uh, beat Dayton at that shithole Heritage Bank Arena here in uh, – what is that, next weekend? Um I'll still be feeling okay, but this is this is such a massive game, and to to come out with an absolute dud. I mean, straight up dud. There's no way around it. We we looked like Xavier just looked like they had the better roster, and I know they don't. I, I truly believe UC is the better basketball team. When you yeah, when you make five threes and you shot you know whatever twenty eight of them, good luck winning. At some point, you got to look at was it smart to have our only road game at Howard where somebody filmed the broadcast on an Android before we stepped foot into Cintas Center. Like we, we weren't – obviously, the road wasn't something we're used to, and it showed a, a hell of a lot. It reminds me of my – Chuck, not to talk about me, but my 
senior year, I had to play at the Cintas Center in the playoffs, right? And, you know, I'm a high-caliber player, as you know. I went 0 for 8. I went 0 for 8 because the depth perception that damn Cintas Arena screws you up. So I assume that happened to C.J. Frederick. I assume it happened to Skillings. I don't know. I, I'm kind of lost for words, but we better figure it out quickly because actually we have like six layup games. We're going right into, what, BYU, Texas, Baylor, yeah. Kansas. It, it, they're coming, dude. They're coming. They're going to be a lot better than Xavier. I promise you that. Yeah, that's the thing. Eventually, I get over this, and I care about the rest of the year, and, and this doesn't sting as much aside from my buddies ragging on me for the next 365 days, what they get to do. But um, it's just it's uh, it, it's devastating. A lot of big games left to play this year. That's the positive. The negative is, like, for those of you that are on Twitter, here's a real response from a real human being. Give me a second so I can pull this up because it's worth Kirby's, it. Kirby's asking while you look it up. You know, honest question. Kirby's a good man. West for not scheduling. Kirby's scheduling a good a tough man. game before the shootout. And yes. Somewhat I am. A thousand percent, yes. I mean, I get it that we're you going to the Big 12 and he needs to rack up the yeah. wins. No, no. I mean, I mean that it's on the scheduling at the end of the day. Xavier has played so much good competition. They were ready. Cincinnati was not. And you see other moments where they look good, especially – for a few minutes down the stretch there when Aziz was really clicking, blocking shots, and, and Newman being so physical. Like, they have some really good players and a chance to be a solid team once again. And, and like I said, we'll get over it in four or five days. But in the current moment, once again. Four or five years. Win, win a game. For me. Win a freaking basketball game. Xavier comes in the fifth third. They win games. I mean, at a certain point, it's no longer the yips. It's no longer you're rattled. It's... It's just they have real estate in their head, so maybe it is they are rattled. But anyways, I, I beachfront property. I uh, reached out to someone, and I didn't reach out to anyone. I just said Bearcats with one of the most typical halves in 21st century Cintas shootout history. For anyone that doesn't think Xavier owns real estate in this program's head, just look at the numbers every year. Wide open look, which they were. CMOS had. Four shots he should have hit in the oh first half. God. CJ had three shots he should have hit in the first half. And it's clank after clank. And someone responded, Uncle Rico on Twitter, Uncle Rico 1775. And Uncle Rico, if you're listening, you're a good man. I respect you as a human being. This take right here was absolutely dog shit. He said, I mean, it has always meant more to XU. They lead a miserable life as a program, lose to awful teams, and have a miracle game versus UC while UC cares about bigger things. This is more of a nuisance. Did he just get unfrozen from 1999? Are you an absolute idiot? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. They kicked our asses again. Sorry for being a realist. Take the floor once more. No, I mean, I... I like that angle he's, he's playing. He's like, well, we, we just lose every time against Xavier. Well, you know, they, they care about it more than we do just as a program. This is kind of just a – he's right. Chuck, I didn't even care about this game. I wasn't crying in the corner earlier before we got on. I could care less about losing to Xavier every goddamn time we play them. And it just sucks because when Xavier's the better team that beat us, when we're the better team – we'll still lose. It really doesn't matter what roster we bring to the table. I mean, we almost stole one with the, remember DeJulius had that and one three last year. It didn't hurt nearly as bad as this year. Had no business winning that, that game. game. Yeah. We had no business winning no. that game. We stunk. No, no. It, it, this game, they got, they got a bunch of transfers, brand new guys. 
and they just shit on us the almost the entire game. It, it I thought the second we took the lead in the second half, I go maybe maybe we can do this. And but blink of an eye, they're up ten again. Disaster. We're turning the ball over like crazy. Uh, and it just sucks because, like, a guy like C.J. Frederick, for example, who, you know, he would say that he had an absolutely terrible game. He's played in so many big games, man. I mean, he went to he was at Kentucky and Iowa, and it looked like the game was too big for him. I mean, the, the shining spot of this whole thing or the silver lining is Jizzle James is, is going to – he's here to stay. He, he I think he's a legitimate stud as he gets uh, – He's obviously going to be a four-year guy. He's not going to be heading to the NBA anytime soon, obviously. I think he could be a cornerstone of this program for years to come. So that's the one thing that we can look at at this game and say, hey, at least we got just, at least we have Edron James' son, who is a stud. Okay, that, that's the only thing I could look at that made me feel okay. Yeah, we got Tyler Betsy coming in. I think he's going to be one of the better freshmen since he's had in a long time. McKinley, you add in a big body. Um Hell, I think Rayvon Griffith is going to be a good player, and he can't even see the floor right now. So the future is, like, I guess it's looking up. But, I mean, how many years are we going to say this for? I've been saying this since since 2009. Who the hell we, is – How many times have we said the, the tide is turning? We said the tide is turning. We said that – The so, tide doesn't we, turn, Chuck. The tide stays the, tide doesn't the damn turn. same ever we're since We're living in a flat freaking circle every – God. What do we do? The goddamn iPhone didn't exist last time we won, dude. No, the iPod didn't dinger. exist. They had the first Apple store in, in America, or maybe even in the world, got a fact check there, was formulated, I think it was like one month after the last time Cincinnati won at Xavier with Steve Logan. Uh, the Xbox was 30 days old. I mean, like, we've been doing this whole cat and caboodle every goddamn year. I mean, it's nonstop. It's nonstop. And am I, I going to die without a win? At, am I going to die without a win at the Centos? Like, We're going to die without a win at the Centos. I'll never and, see And it. I'm going to – Kirby's having a fun time. Guess what, Kirby? This one's directed at you. We're all going to die without a Reds World Series. We're all going to die without a Bengals Super Bowl. We're going to die without zero happiness. So go out tonight. Who, Dana, you Mount Adams? Are you going down to OTR? Wherever you're going out tonight, just be irresponsible. I had Because big at plans. the end of the day, who gives a shit? I had big plans, Chuck. I had big plans, but they're all – they're all shit now. You think I want to go out and hang out with all the the, the musketeers? All the uh, at least they showed us right in the from the jump that we're not winning this game, right? Oh, yeah. Like we immediately it was like we're not winning, we're not winning, and then they flirted with you know being competitive. And then but they gave us the hope. Head. Usually they don't give us the hope, right? Usually they're down twelve at halftime and they don't make that run good. back. We are good. Well, Chuck, I think we are good. Let me ask you this. Because I, I thought this was probably our biggest downfall as a team. Because I, I do still think the roster is deep. I think they're overall over the season is concerned. They're going to be good. <laughs> Frederick and Lacocious, those guys, I think they're going to figure it out. But we do not have a go-to guy yet. But somebody that is clearly the go-to man in a situation like when you're down six at Xavier with three minutes left. Where are we? Are we giving it to Lockin? Because typically, especially in college, your go-to guy is not going to be your your seven-footer in the paint. It's usually going to be a guard or a, a swing-forward type player. So I think that's where we struggle. Who is who's the guy that you want you want the ball to be in their hands in clutch crunch time moments? And I don't know if we have that yet. I've said it all year. I was on Rick Broering's show the other day, and and he asked me who the guy was. It's Jizzle James. Like Jizzle James is not he's fearless. 
He's not afraid of anything. And I get he's probably not the best player on your team right now, but I want the ball in a guy's hands that just does not care. That is just like, I'm going to attack every time I get it. I'm going to play hard. I'm not going to... I'm not going to be affected by anything. Like, locking at times tonight, you could tell that, that these Xavier fans are getting under his skin. I mean, I remember three years ago when Lockin played in his first shootout, and his he, he posted a picture after the game. And is what is the Lord of the Rings? Is it Mordar? Like, I'm not a Lord of the Rings guy. Can someone help us out in the chat? Like, what is it Mordar? Like, the, the bad place in Lord of the Rings? I'm, not a, I'm more of a Harry Potter guy. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, I know Guardian that. Leviosa. Yeah, I think it's Mordar yes. or whatever. And he said Mordar will be destroyed. It's been three years. Mordar has not been destroyed. The only thing that's been destroyed is me, my personal well-being. God bless. This sucks. See, Every that's what year. you get. That's what you get at Chatterbox, though. You get a Lord of the Rings analogy after UC lost to Xavier. I didn't see that one coming. It wasn't on my bingo card, but I appreciate it. Um, I didn't either. You got any uh. film, film guys in, in, in the audience that are going to really love that one. We're, right, we're Frodo Baggins, but never got the ring, brother. Yeah, we're Frodo Baggins. <laughs> we may get the ring someday. Hey, I'm going to live vicariously through all the grandpas out there that won one in 61-62. Shout out to you. Aziz Bandago, three points, ten rebounds, two blocks, and the four fouls in the game. Victor Locken had a great second half with, I think, 14 points. He had 17 total, eight rebounds, three assists. John Newman... John Newman's a damn good basketball player. If you want to talk about he consistency, was awesome yeah, I get it. Like Dan Skillings is probably more talented than John Newman and, and maybe a better player when it's all said and done. But John Newman is a steady hand. I mean, every time he touched the ball, you're like, Newman's going to do the right thing here. He's not going to force is it. Is that behind Newman, the back? Oh, yeah. And Newman would, and then the pass oh, to Locken, Newman so would go around the screen and he'd have the open three and wouldn't take it. He knew better. Like, we're not hitting threes. Why would I take the shot? Dan would get that open shot, and he'd be like, oh, I see a green light, and then he'd brick it. Um, so Newman had the 18, had eight rebounds, two assists. John Newman, he's excellent. Very glad he's back on this team. After, you know, we, I wouldn't say trashed him a bit, but I didn't think he was going to be a superstar by any means, and he's playing great. Day-Day Thomas played well in the second half. He had 15 points and two assists. C.J. Frederick, a goose egg, 0 for 4. Here's the thing with C.J., and every UC fan knows this right now. When he hits his first couple, 15, 16 points are coming. When he misses his first couple, I think that's three goose eggs now in, what are we, seven and one, in eight games this year. I think there's been three games where C.J. Frederick hasn't scored a point. Feast or famine? Tonight it was all famine. Um, Odio Guama, three points, three blocks. I know the UC group me that I was in was like, why is ODC on the floor? But in the second half, I thought he had some moments where he at least, you know, Clogged the lane pretty well in defense. Jizzle Janes, superstar. Jizzle, 19 points. Um, Josh Reed, I didn't even see Josh Reed in there. He didn't do anything. Uh, The only thing he did is turn one over. Aside from that, a goose egg across the stat sheet. Dan Skillings, two points. Seamus Lukosius, who gets the the asterisk by his name because he did get hit by a car 10 days ago. Um, He has two points. And then on the other side... It was 27 for Olivari, 20 for Davion McKnight. You mentioned it, man. You said if McKnight goes off, we're screwed. McKnight went off, we were screwed. Oh, man. Yeah, it was like, you know, it was my worst nightmare came to life today. And uh, Xavier was a better team um, from the, the start to finish. And, you know, we, we try to squeak by by, you know, shooting the ball 10% from three. It, it almost feels like, especially when we get into Big 12 play, if, if a guy like CJ goes goose egg, I think we're in serious trouble because 
he's the one guy that I actually trust shooting a three ball. Like I love Vic and the, the fact that he can, he has that range, but Oh, here's a call. It's probably a, Oh, it's, it's uh it's actually a UC fan. Thank God. Um, I've been getting be like hammered by the X fans. Yeah. Every two seconds I looked down at my um, phone, I got seven missed FaceTime audios. One with Wimby. Shout out Andy Wimber, who who I haven't talked to in like literally two years. Uh, good man. I just Chuck, you, know, you made you your own bet on this. You you were talking shit to Xavier fans because because I thought we were gonna win. Delaware. I thought we were gonna win. I thought it was that simple. Houdini, Xavier stinks. Stupid. They stink. Don't we stink stupid. too. We all stink. We're I mean we we suck. I mean, all of us suck. It's as simple as that. We have the Reds to look forward to as a whole. Jake Browning has the Bengals back. We could just do a chatter show right now if you want. We could do MySpace top five um, top moments from Christmas or top Christmas presents. I mean, we can we can Christmas mix it is up. canceled, brother. Christmas is canceled. I'm not I'm not doing it this year. We just simple lost as that? at yeah. the Centos for the fifth time in the last five years. Christmas isn't happening. I already told my family, my loved ones, I will not be attending uh, due to what happened today, the massacre on the floor. Um, so that's it for me. This might be my last show in general. Like, I, I don't know if I can do it anymore. See, here's the thing. The UC shows were actually fun. The football shows, I should say, were actually fun when they were losing because we all had something in common. It was like a, it was an anger, but at the same time, it was like, a, this is a joke. Today was just like, I'm squirming. Chuck, Again. I have champagne in the fridge. I have champagne in the fridge, dead serious. You were going to pop it on the show. Was, you were going to pop, gonna it, on pop the show. it on the show. And I was, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, maybe that's, you know, a, a little crazy to act like it's the Super Bowl to beat Xavier. But it's like, listen, it was the first time since 2001. Maybe I'll have a little fun with it. There's you no gonna, fun being had over here. I was yeah. going to pop it off. Yeah. I should be celebrating. Me and you should be having a time of our lives. I mean, I thought it was going to be the time of our lives. That's why I, I had this ready to go. It was going to be great. And instead of that, we, we turn that off. And here's the only music that the uh, that the Bearcats fans are going to be hearing tonight. Let's play it. Um, God bless. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm producing. I'm directing. No, I don't want the bagpipe guy up. Uh, get the graphics back on. Jesus. This is what happens when you have four whiskey and Cokes during the game, folks. Um, no, I don't want that. I don't want that song. Hold on. We're going back. I, I got to do this. Hold on. Come on. Easy now. Wes Miller still hasn't won a big game. It's as simple as that. I love Wes. I love what he's doing. Um, I think he is the right man to lead the program. I think he's put a pretty good team together that's gotten better every single year. He's been at the helm. But you got to win a big game, man, at some point. Wes, we sat next to each other at the Moeller Stag. I was the keynote speaker, not to not to boast. I can't believe they asked me to do that. I'm not even in TV anymore. And they're like, hey, Chuck, why don't you come out and talk to hundreds of people? So I was sitting next to Wes Miller up on the stage at Moeller High School, and I, I was all about it. I'm still all about it. I'll ride him to the death. We give him five years. But win a big game. Win a big game. Schedule gonna, some games. He's going to have plenty – He's going to have plenty of opportunities here in the next two months. I mean, we're, we're playing the big dogs. That's why winning this game would have been crucial, but we, we got to look ahead at this point. I'm not going to sit here and sulk all day. I'll get my tears out tonight. Um, and, and then we get once we get into Big 12 play, it, it is no joke. I mean, I think it was we're playing three teams in the top 25 in a row and then like an undefeated – West Virginia team or, or something along those lines. Then we go right into Kansas. It's going to be, 
a brutal schedule. He'll have plenty of opportunities to win a big game. And we got to beat BYU. We got to beat Dayton first. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's beat Dayton at that Heritage Bank-ass arena. And then I'll be feeling okay. But I'll never live this one down because, you know, we were talking all that shit. And uh, mm-hmm. things uh, things didn't change. Maybe I'll – who do we play t- next? Next, uh, Bryant, next yeah. Bryant. Should we just right, talk I'll a bunch of shit to Bryant, Bryant fans? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a bunch I'll pop of yeah. champagne after we beat Bryant. That's the toughest thing about this, man, is that we respect Xavier fans as a human being. We love Xavier fans. They're great people. Their program we can't stand. Well, and growing up, we were the kings on the block, and they've clearly taken it over. And it's to the point where they own so much real estate in Cincinnati's head that Cincinnati, a really good shooting team this year, at least at home. Apparently they suck on the road because they were awful against Howard too, and they were awful again tonight. A uh, final number was at three of twenty or five of twenty in this game, whatever it was. It was under twenty five percent. It was disgusting. It was atrocious. It was an abomination. It was a travesty. It was um, detrimental to our health. Um, I could go Crime on and on. Crime against humanity. Crime against yeah. humanity. I mean, we could go on and on with the adjectives all day. And I was thinking, we, we got, you know, 40 people in here, the majority of whom are sad Bearcats fans just trying to cope. I don't have anything for you. I wish that I could give you something to cope. Um, sure, we may be pretty decent this year, but good teams win this basketball game. Guess what? Houston, who kicks our asses nowadays, guess what they just did a week ago? They went into the Centos Center and took care of business. Cincinnati just can't do it. And at a certain point, I threw my hat. I was going to tip it, but I'll tip my cap to Xavier. I mean, congratulations. You, you've, you've, you've made us boil. You've gotten under our skin to the point where I just I give up. I hate this game. I hate this day every year. It's like a um, – hold on. Let me, uh, let me go back. Let me go back, Houdini. Give me a second. It's honestly turning into our, our supposed rivalry with Miami of Ohio. Like, we win so – we, we don't win the games. It's almost not even a rivalry anymore. I mean, how do you lose five straight games to your, your biggest rival? Like that. I think, uh, I think that's it from us tonight. I, Bryant's next up. I'll run through the next three games real quick and try not to be as depressed for the Bryant game. It's Bryant. It's Dayton. It's Merrimack. It's Stetson. It's Evansville. Oh, you're going to be really battle-tested heading into Provo. I, I don't get this schedule. I don't get this schedule. Uh, reminds me a lot. Of the uh, 2010-2011 Cincinnati team that started off like 13-0 because they played absolutely no one. They did beat Xavier at fifth third when Yancey was hitting all those turnaround jumpers and threes, yeah, if McCronin. you remember that. Yeah, Cronin. They, they beat him good. It was like Larry Davis, uh, Anthony McClain, that team coming off the bench. But um, you're not battle-tested at all. How good is this team? You just lost to a team that – Previously lost to Oakland in Delaware. I think they'd lost three or four straight home games. Um, I don't think Xavier's horrible by any means. But um, that's the hardest team you've played so far. You lost to them. Second hardest game you played was at Howard. You almost lost that one, too. Somebody asked me why I liked uh, why I was so invested in sports. I, I saw the first half at a bar, and I didn't even know how to answer that question. They're like, why, why are you so invested in sports? It was a guy, and I'm like, uh. Because we're dudes. I like seeing alpha males battle it out on a basketball court. It's, you know, it gives me joy. I didn't have a good answer. I mean, what would your answer be on that? Why do you like sports? Um, Why do you get so invested in sports, like seeing 20-year-olds play basketball? I literally will ruin my night if they play like shit. Because apparently I love heartbreak. I live for that. There's 
you know, we were talking on the chatter, which we're, we're going to uh, promo that in just a minute on the last show, how all the people that decorate way too much for Christmas and get way too into Christmas, like Clark Griswold, have some demons. Sports people, we have demons inside. Yeah. I just want something to go right. I want some happiness, and I rely on these young student athletes, focus on the student athletes first, or focus on the student before the athletes. I rely on them to give me happiness, to give me joy, to to make my life. And once again, I'm sad. I am mad. I'm down bad. Is that how we end it? Yeah, I think I think so. That was poetic. It was beautiful. Um, it it uh, basically encapsulated exactly what happened tonight, man. 